Farmers increasingly worried as winter rains fail to arrive and a major dairy processor raising capital to fund future growth plans. Hello, I'm Kath McAloon. Let's start overseas. At a rally overnight, United States President Donald Trump promised to make rural America great again. The president reiterated his administration's plans to improve rural broadband, cut regulation, review trade deals and promote ethanol. He also told the crowd in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, he'd be quite happy to be a farmer himself. We're here today to talk about how we're going to empower America's farmers and protect our nation's proud farming legacy, including ethanol, which I have. Family farmers are the backbone of America, and my administration will always support the farmer. Back home and irrigation systems in southern Tasmania have been going flat out this month, trying to generate feed for livestock. The state has been much drier and warmer than usual for June and those farmers with access to water are trying to make the most of it. Derwent Valley farmer George Shea isn't overly confident about what the next few months will bring. Even though the El Nino watch has dropped away, the Southern Oscillation Index is still dropping, the dipole is still positive. You only have to be outside to know that the weather pattern is sort of different at the moment. Hopefully it'll change, but at the moment it's, it's dry and uh, there's nothing to say that's going to change much at the moment, I don't think. And it will be no comfort to farmers to hear that Australia is heading for one of the driest Junes on record. Senior climatologist Darren Ray says a run of fine weather across much of the country is largely due to strong high-pressure systems pushing rain-bearing cold fronts towards the South Pole. We're pretty likely at this stage, given the, the weather models out to the end of the month, that we'll come in with the driest June on record for the country. And um, I was looking, looking at some Adelaide Airport uh, mean sea level pressure data back to 1955, and it's looking like we're about three hectopascals above the previous record strongest June pressures. In Western Australia, growers in the Kimberley's Ord Irrigation Scheme are facing a 90 gigalitre cut to their annual water allocation after a licence review was knocked back by the State Administrative Tribunal. In 2015, the Ord Irrigation Cooperative applied to the Tribunal for a review of the government's decision to cut their annual water entitlement to 246 gigalitres. However, the Tribunal found the State Government's decision was correct. Duncan Palmer from the WA Department of Water says the Ord Irrigation Cooperative had been arguing for water they did not use. So their licence is 335 gigalitres per year, which is an enormous, I suppose, in, in any other irrigation area, it's a, it's a large volume. And in the Ord, for the last nine years, they've been unable to use at most 60% of that, but um, down as low as 42% of it. Dairy company Bigger Cheese is making moves to expand its business, saying it wants to raise $160 million to allow it to take advantage of future growth opportunities in the dairy and food sectors. The company says it will raise the money by issuing new shares to institutional and existing Bigger shareholders. Tasmania has built a strong reputation for its clean and green credentials, but when it comes to organic production, the island state is falling way behind the rest of Australia and the world. 
Research Associate at the University of Tasmania, Dr John Paul, says global organic production has been growing at 12% per annum for the past 20 years, while in Australia it's increased 16%. But with just 4,000 hectares of certified organic land in Tasmania, the state accounts for just one-tenth of 1% of Australia's organic output. Dr Paul says increasing foreign investment in agriculture could change that. The world is moving that way. We have states in India that are going 100% organic. China is a leader in organic and China is very interested in organic. It's in the top five countries for organic production. Finally, for the first time in its 118-year history, New Zealand's farm lobby group has elected a female as its leader. Dairy farmer Katie Milne will take on the role with Federated Farmers of New Zealand and says her top priority is reconnecting urban and rural communities. She says she hadn't thought much about her gender when applying for the job, but now recognises how significant it is. It is quite a milestone and, and it's really coming home to me now. I'm getting congratulated by a woman from all walks of life in New Zealand for, um, you know, taking on such a role and for, you know, forwarding the cause for gender balance. More so the diversity and the fact that we're actually talented people and, you know, we need to see more of us out there. For today, that's Rural News.